Hi there and welcome to my podcast. You are listening to Hash Time, where words are indeed things. And I'm your host, Kharata Khuitone Ranama. Ever so excited to be here on this beautiful Sunday evening. It's a day unlike every other Sunday. I woke up this morning thinking, hmm, what if I switch things up a little and record today's episode at the end of the day after trying what I've pinned down out and see how that goes. Today's episode speaks to the fact that life is my legacy and it requires me to live it. And the biggest thing I think as I was preparing for this episode that was at the top of mind was resolutions. And I think today I kind of put myself in a space where I consciously thought of them and I was like, okay, one of the resolutions I have for myself this year is to journal. And I went into my journal. I think the last entry I had was from the 9th of January. Excuse me was from the 9th of January and today is the 24th of January 2021. You can see the space in between and I just think of the different um, head spaces I was in in the past years where I'd set my resolutions and fall, you know, and basically waver when it comes to actually doing or delivering on the on the goal that I've set for myself and I think granted with a lot of us the goals that we put down are things that we don't necessarily do on a daily so there is a need to build the habit before we can actually then try and measure ourselves on a different scale but the at the heart of what I'm saying basically is that life happens when you put down our goals and I think it comes to test and ask us if the goals that we have is the if the big hairy audacious goals that we have for ourselves are worth pursuing and I think I'm excited about today's episode because I will be expanding on what I was talking about on legacy because that is my resolution high level for the year 2021 and it'll be interesting to see how february fares in terms of recording every sunday because that's one other thing that i'm looking forward to do every other sunday consistently for the next 48 sundays to come so if you're only joining me now the last three episodes i will i started a series on legacy i spoke to what legacy means for me in terms of writing my story in terms of legacy living in each and every moment how to build a legacy i spoke of the materials that i felt i will be taking with myself going into 2021 to try to build a solid legacy for myself and in today's episode i will be exploring exploring living my legacy today and a part of me feels like this conversation of legacy is a bit it's a hard one to have with myself because there's a little there's a level of commitment that is required and there is a follow follow through of which for me growing up as i've already said um hasn't been my strong suit especially when it comes to delivering on my resolution or goals that i have and case in point i remember 
um, when I was in university, I loved writing poetry. So every year I'd put myself, I'll put this goal or resolution that I want to publish my poems um, in a manuscript or basically in a competition called Solomon's Poetry Book Fund. They require you to describe to submit a manuscript and at the time every year january begins i'd sit down probably write 50 poems or so off the top of my head from the heart beautifully written and all of that but then as the year went by as the competition dates came by there was no commitment to go back to the pieces of poetry written to look over them to edit to find someone to edit them for me and it's like as though I had a part of me not committed to actually seeing it through. But I believe that this year will be a little different because, you know, with legacy or realizing that legacy lives in the story or it's the story that I choose to write, every day feels like a new year, basically. And it's, a cha- it's, it's like a new chapter where I am allowed to actually thrive. So... Jumping into today's episode, and if you haven't listened to these past episodes, you can just dial back and listen to the previous episode on how to live a legacy, on the materials that you need to build a legacy and building by looking forward. And today, jumping into the episode, jumping into the episode, I don't know what that's about, um... (laughs) But as I, as I was doing my research, um, I, I've, I stumbled upon this website, Thrive Global. Then they spoke to what I'm speaking to today. And usually what I've been doing is looking for key elements or, you know, actionable steps that speak to um, the topic or the theme for today. And they the article that I found on Thrive Global said nine ways to live your legacy Um, And I like in the opening statements, they say that David Brooks talks about eulogy values and resume values. Eulogy values are what make you stand for your highest values and by your deepest convictions. Eulogy values gives you the big picture for your life and gives you the impetus to create the life you want. The time to start living your legacy is now, end quote. And in this, you know, opening thought, they talk about how when you have eulogy values, and usually eulogy is a story or it's a speech of of praise given to someone who has just died. And for me, I think you'd think about it and, and say, hmm, it's a bit morbid in a way. But when you think about it, grand scheme, you're like, okay, at the end of my life, if it's five years, 10 years, two days, three days, how, how would I want to be remembered? And I think it brings another level or another dynamic into your life in the way that you treat people, in the way that you treat yourself, in the way that you use your time. And hence why he says eulogy values, they give you the big picture for your life and give you the impetus. Impetus basically means it gives you the energy to create the life that you want. So in the article, they stated nine ways that you can um, use basically to live your legacy now. And I've, I noted down here five ways 
that spoke to me and I kind of reflect on each point here um, on my notepad. The first point says, love your life. Love like your life depended on it because it does. I think I resonated with this one. This was the first one. And I was so excited because I think um, just going back to last year's episodes when I was discovering affirmation words, I spoke to things that I know for sure. And in that episode, I explained how I believe that my purpose is to love and to be loved. I believe that I have been put on this planet to learn how to see people into themselves, to see people, to hear people, and to give them a space where they can actually become their true selves by simply loving them into themselves. I hope that makes sense. So the first step to live your legacy is loving your life and loving like your life depended on it. So I think 2020 came to shake us up, to remind us what matters in life um, from your family, how you use your time, what you value, etc. And basically it comes to just tear down the tear down the material things that we've been putting in the forefront as the things of value in our lives to bringing back um the heart i think heart-centered if i should use it or say it like that but heart-centered values that that help us thrive that give us meaning as we wake up because i feel just going to into this one when it goes back to living my legacy i believe that loving my life adds meaning to the conversations that i will have to the thoughts that i will have towards people the actions that i will um demonstrate in different situations and different circumstances because there is a new appreciation of what life is and what life looks like for me in this season and the second one says be enthusiastic and i think it feeds off number one because if you've if you are moving from a vantage point of love and loving what you've been given, loving the people that you have, loving the time that you have here on this earth, there will be a different, a different sense of being enthusiastic. And I'm just reflecting on today's sermon. I was talking about living higher, and Pastor Mark was talking about how they went on a helicopter ride, and when you're on a helicopter ride, there is a different perspective basically that's brought into your life and i think for me it it spoke to the fact that you know um as we go through your circumstances i love that he said you get a higher perspective of who you are how you view others and your circumstances and the enthusiasm like the enthusiasm they speak about here in on the article i feel in my life translates from that instance to say you know what even if i'm going through a challenge even if i'm going through a hard week at school at work and my relationship there is a level of enthusiasm that i can still draw from living like i mean it basically in that moment to say what i mean and mean what i say 
I was just reflecting on how the other day I was having a conversation with my best friend. This was yesterday, actually. Yes, having a conversation with my bestie, and she's telling me how in 2021, her energy, same as everyone else, is to not force anything. anything. If it's meant to be, it'll be. And I think I'm thinking about it still along the lines of drawing out and being enthusiastic. And I think what it means for me in this context is is putting is not putting up a charade. So you remove the the non-essentials that you've tied into your character basically. And I think for me I am learning how to how to express my frustration with my words because before I think um, I was always terrified of confrontation and I think I link it to enthusiasm because we're always so enthused when we talk about the things we love. But then when it comes to the hurts or the things that pain us, we will hold them back. Or I will hold them back. Let me not project. I will hold it back and I will bottle it up. And I'm learning how to then ask myself to say, okay, how do I feel about this? And how best can I express it? enthusiastically without stepping on onto any everyone else's toes or anyone's toes um but making sure that i am heard and seen in that moment i think enthusiasm is that bringing in a different kind of energy that you did before and the third one they said that you need to be grateful in order to live your legacy you need to be grateful and i think just to pause and ask Um, this question given that the day is almost over what are you grateful for most of all today i think i'm grateful for the blessing of life i'm grateful for everything that god has blessed me with and i think one of the things sometimes we realize that we have so much and we never take time to just sit down and write (laughs) the things that we're grateful for so as i was preparing this episode i noted down that i am grateful for my mom so let me explain so for me when i was growing up i never really showed interest to cooking and every time i'm trying up a new recipe now in my 20s um i'd app her and you know she'd give her input and in those moments i remember there's a time um after i visited her she had we had done lasagna together and i was like hmm I'm going to try this out at my house. And I got the ingredients and all of that. And as I'm preparing, I think some of the things were off key compared to um, what was on the other side when I was doing it with her. So I'd, you know, send her an app message, send her a picture. It's like, is this right? What's the, you know, stove mark against the gas mark and all of that. And I was just telling my boyfriend how I feel and I felt in that moment that I'm super grateful to have a mother or someone who can, who I can actually go to and, you know, talk about these things. I know it's a, it sounds like a small thing, but for me, it just warmed my heart to say I have her in my life, you know, um, and I'm super grateful. And I think I wrote here to tell the Maglinia story. Um and I was, I think this one goes to learning how to cook maglinia properly so that one day when I'm at my grandparents, I'll cook, cook them for her because she'd wake up every morning 
to cook them for us when we go go to her house as her grandkids and i remember when i was you know learning how to do it still i'd call my mom i'd send her pictures after i did it and just the pride that comes from knowing that hey you know what i figured this out and you know i can just show it to my mom and she'd show me love that's something that i'm super grateful for and i think that's one thing that being grateful goes to starts from the small things and then the big things and i think the biggest thing that i'm grateful for in this season is having time it's time to be here today time to be able to just sit and pause and reflect even if it may sound as a ramble at some points trust (laughs) but i'm grateful for the time and today this morning um i did church at home and the worship session was different because it was just me this time my boyfriend had traveled so it was just me um at during the worship service and i sang my heart out at some point i cried so for me when i'm worshiping tears you know will fall (laughs) because i think that's how i connect to god i know it's weird but then in those moments i feel so vulnerable i felt so vulnerable and i think i am grateful for that because god says he inhabits the praises of his people and i think i sang my heart out today sue like sang proper to the point of tears and i felt god's presence and i think as as a human being like you look at how big this universe is and everything that happens in a day like right now the earth is moving and i can hardly feel it the stars be shining the moon be you know every like there's a lot that is happening um around the universe and god is holding it all into place and yet still will take time to come and be in my presence when i worship him and give him praise um so i think that's another thing that i'm grateful for in this season another thing that i'm grateful for today um on the sunday what are you grateful for a day to take out a paper page to note down things that you are grateful for in this season it might be one thing it might be 10 and we started this thing um in my house where um we've taken out a gratitude jar we've put down a sticker on it and we just throw in sticky notes of the things that we are grateful for in our lives and for you it might not be a gratitude jar it might be a gratitude notebook or an app where you can just list down the small things that you're grateful for in your life um so yeah (laughs) the fourth one is accept yourself acceptance and i know that i did I did an affirmation word of acceptance last year. I reflected on what acceptance looks like. And I think I'm still learning, if I should be honest. And in this past week, I don't know if it's this past week or last week, on Tuesday, there's this whole thing where you will choose someone to celebrate and to praise. And I chose myself for the very first time in a long while. And I wrote in the caption how quote when the little girl heals the woman shows up this is something that i saw on instagram the same day and it hit me so hard and i realized that for me it was a journey of realizing that where where is it i noted down here in my notepad 
and for me it was a journey of realizing where it hurts and what i'm still holding on to and then finding ways to heal heal so i think what i was trying to say basically is that the road of healing starts with realizing where it hurts <laughs> and what you're still holding on to and i think as individuals as women as men we have the responsibility to ourselves to own up and say I feel hurt in this area and it might be projecting onto my work, it might be projecting to my family, it might be projecting into the relationships that I have and taking a step towards healing and I think for me, you know how there's the saying that says hurt people hurt people (laughs) Um, but I believe that hurt people hurt themselves. I think it's a thing of not growing, not thriving when you're operating from a place of hurt. We owe it to ourselves to own the broken parts of ourselves and speak out, especially when we know we need help. Acceptance in this instance today as I was reflecting on it in terms of living your legacy. Acceptance is seeing the cracks and realizing that they are part of your story as well. And I note here in my notepad the Potter story in Jeremiah 18 verse 4. It says, and the, and the vessel he had made of clay was marred in his hand, in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make. And I think for me it's so, it's, it's just, it floors me if I was to describe it as such to know that there's a God who is so patient, who is waiting to say, when you get to a point where you realize your brokenness and hand it over, he will take you and recreate you because he says that he formed you um, before your parents even knew you, fearfully and wonderfully made. So I think in the journey of accepting yourself, starting from there to say, there's a God who loves you, there's this being um, who who loves you unconditionally before anyone else does so why not you know take intentional or practical steps in the journey of healing and finding yourself and seeing yourself fully because i think in the caption still and as much as i spoke about how when the young girl heals the woman shows up i also spoke about how i in this season i'm realizing that i'm actually seeing myself for who i'm for who i am truly i realize that i am a daughter of the king i'm a princess i am a royalty and i think it brings in a different element in the way that i speak in the way that i carry myself and the thoughts that i have in how i show up so acceptance for me in this season is operating from that place of moving into healing moving into receiving freedom from god and operating from a place of knowing whose i am and lastly the, the, the one thing that I picked out from the article on Thrive Global on how to live a legacy or how to live my legacy now is always respect others. Always respect others. I note down here that respect is realizing the worth in the other person by merely being human i'd like to just drink a bit of water there for a minute sorry (laughs) okay 
So respect is realizing the worth that lives within the other person by by the fact that they are human. But I think the there's a quote that sums it up so well that I shared I think this week on my WhatsApp status. It says you matter simply because you exist. You matter simply because you exist. You matter simply because you exist. And lastly, you matter simply because you exist. And I think I'm holding on to it. I'm, I keep repeating it to myself or to you also, dear listener, because I feel this should be our Emma going into the year to realize that we have so much worth, that other people have so much worth and their job, their status, the families they come from does not grant us any reason to disrespect people. So this cuts across the board in terms of your family, in terms of your work life, your colleagues, your parents, your siblings, younger or older. There is a point where you need to realize the value that they matter simply because they exist. So if you start from there, if you view them from there, and I think just stealing from Pastor Mark where he says, when you view people as god views them you start treating them differently and i think it goes back to respect to say um if god is looking at this person as in as much as maybe they may have hurt you what does god see what does god love this person and how can you love them in that moment even if things are off with you and i'm sure you might have someone that you're thinking about right now so i think it goes back to that you like how can you restore that value um, with that person that you're thinking about right now and I think for me, in terms of the practical ways of showing respect is just sharing a smile or being super kind, because I feel like there is a shift that happens in people's stories from a simple smile or simple wave um, to someone who is in your circle, whether close or you know extended circle in terms of you don't communicate really, but you see each other somehow. Like, for example, security guards that work at your workplace, there's no need for you to be disrespectful in anyhow because of the job they have. They are people. They ha- there's worth in them. And I think there's a shift that can happen from just you being kind, from me being kind, from me sharing a smile. There's a shift that can happen in their destiny, in their lives, and how they view people generally. <laughs> So yeah, these are the five key things that um, just spoke to me, I think, when I went over the article. Let me just go over them, um, I think, just for your appreciation. The first one says, love your life. Second one says, be enthusiastic. Third one, be grateful. Fourth, accept yourself. And the lastly, always respect others. Always respect others. Maybe you might have other things to add to the list of how to lead, how to live your legacy. But I think maybe just to put a bow or to wrap it nice, to wrap it up nicely. I think the one thing that's centering me in this season or in this, yeah, in this season of my life is the faith that I have in God. And I think I carry it into the different areas of my life, the different circumstances and situations that I have to face. And I, I, I recall how last week there would be moments where I catch my, myself feeling anxious. And 
I think when you're rooted in God, it's a thing of He'll always restore, just like He says in Psalm 23, He restores my soul, and that is my emotions, that is my mind, and I think I'm still learning, but just being rooted in Him brings it back and ties it all together nicely. So I think in pursuit, or as I'm in pursuit of living my legacy, just tying all of these things to God and who He says I am, who who He says people are um, and how he loves them how he loves me will change the direction and will change the narrative of my life going into 2021 and as we wrap up i think just to you who has been following the series i will be continuing the story i will be continuing to talk about legacy for the whole year and i hope you stick around to see how that unfolds for me and I think just recalling um, what happened last year and during my school semester, I would be so exhausted every other day if I tried recording. But I think now because I, I've, I've res- reserved my Sundays um, for reflection, I'm super excited to see how I will dedicate an hour, how, how I will put aside time intentionally to come here to sit with silence and just gather my thoughts um so yeah the the series continues on legacy i will be taking the how i will be taking the building blocks and breaking them down per month so that i get a bigger understanding i think or cementing it in my mind and cementing and cementing it into my heart and i think the key is building a solid foundation for the years to come to say at in 2021 I found this out about the type of life I want to lead, the type of legacy I want to live, and realizing um, that (laughs) there's so much that comes from being intentional. Sorry about that laugh. Okay, I want to apologize. But I think I was about to say um, the title of today's episode and wrap it up quickly. But then it feels good to finish an episode because my process is I will write. I write in an entire notepad um, my thoughts on today's episode. I will look for articles. I will look for quotes. But then the, the big thing that I love about um, my process when it comes to um, sitting down and preparing for an episode is the writing phase and finishing off an audio recording session is always the easy part it's always the fun part because I get to see how the words come alive and honestly it has been it has been an insightful episode today today was episode four of 2021 the second last Sunday of the year 48 more Sundays to go until the end of 2021 not that i'm counting down there is no hurry and i just want to thank you for tuning in today to today's episode on how to live your legacy now um in 2021 you have been listening to hash time where words are indeed things and i'm your host ever so excited and super blessed to be here today thank you so much and god bless